Welcome to this VIT podcast. This is one of a series of eight podcasts where I talk to teachers who are currently completing or have recently completed their inquiry process in order to obtain full registration. My name is Damien Cowell. In this podcast, I talk to Nicole Butcher, who teaches German at the University High School. Um, well, I've been at University High School for um, a bit over a year and a half now, so it's my second year of teaching. Um, I studied the Master of Teaching at Melbourne Uni, yep. and um, teaching German, that's my main learning area. Um, and this year I'm also teaching English Language, which is a, a linguistic subject for VCE. Okay, so the um, so your inquiry process, which um, a lot of people call it your VIT, but um, I guess the official uh, name is the is the inquiry process. So that's yep. how I'll sort of be okay. referring to it. Um, can you tell us um, when you did it? Um, yep. At what stage in your um, career here did you begin? Um, and then just you know, what did you do? Um, sure. Uh, well, I guess I was very aware that I had to do it um, from the beginning. There's a lot of talk about it amongst new teachers. I think a lot of people feel um, a bit nervous about it. Um, so it was very much on my agenda from the start. Um, but I, given that there's so much to do from the start, I didn't really have time to start looking at it from the start of the year. Um, but the school did help me, uh, set me up with a mentor um, in probably towards the end of term one, I think. And then I started really thinking more in depth about um, my inquiry question and which class I was going to focus on, um, I think in about term two. And then I was able to um, use data that I had already collected based on the previous unit um, to start thinking about how I was going to implement the next unit and focus on my inquiry question. So I picked a, um, a particular year seven class, um, which was presenting some challenges. Um, and I picked three students in particular to focus on um, basically across different achievement levels and one student in particular with a couple of disabilities. Okay, and um, before we get on to your question, how long did the process take mm. from when you started to the panel? Yeah, um, it's hard to say because as a teacher, especially a new teacher, you're juggling so many things. But um, I, well, I started really looking at it in term two, and then I, th I think we we did the panel in early term four. Um, yeah, so the main effort would have taken about a term, really. Let's talk about your inquiry question. What okay. was your question um, and um, <clears throat> how did you arrive at your question? Uh, okay, so my question was, how can I help this class to improve their understanding and application of German grammar? Um, this seemed to be a pretty obvious question because um, I realized how foreign a lot of the grammar concepts were for my students. Um, learning German grammar is something that um, is fairly difficult for a native English speaker, just getting your head around the concepts to start off with. Um, and I, but I did get help in um, formulating my question. So um, I spoke to my colleagues and I spoke to my mentor and um, they encouraged me to choose something that, that I was already focusing on, that, I was al that was already a challenge for me and that I was already working on. Um, so yeah, so it did make sense to focus on 
grammar and um, the focus of the school last year was very much on differentiation so um, we had a lot of PD on differentiation um, and focusing on grammar helped me to incorporate more differentiation in terms of um, addressing different different le ability levels within the class. So you mentioned that the school had a focus on differentiation mm. and it sounds like you've incorporated that into your question. Why would you say it's a good idea to, to incorporate the school focus into what you're doing? Yeah, well, it saves you doing double the work. I mean, you already have so many things you need to do anyway. Um, and yeah, if, if you can um, make your focus um, the same as your school's focus, it, it just makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Streamlines the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And did your question, <clears throat> did you modify your question at all as you went along or it stayed? Um, no, I think I, I sat and thought about it for quite a while. Um, and how I could make it quite targeted. So, I mean, I suppose I, I zoned in on more particular things as I went along, but I, I kept the question the same. So we ended up focusing particularly on um, the conjugation of verbs because that's something that's um, pretty challenging. Yep. Um, you mentioned targeted. Mm. What's the, um, what do you reckon is the danger or the disadvantage of not you know, not sort of mm. zooming in like that, uh, or being too broad, perhaps? Mm. Well, I think as a teacher, and particularly as a new teacher, there are so many things that you want to improve and to learn. Um, and it's not that helpful to try and improve everything at once. So just focusing on one thing um, can help you to get settled and... Um, I guess it's better to become a bit of an expert in the one area rather than a jack of all trades. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so now take us through how it went once you, you, you got your question. Mm. Um, how did the process go from, from there on? Um, okay, so uh, I was set up with my mentor, who's also the head of uh, the faculty, and he's in my office, and that was really useful because he helped me to... Um, to plan my question and to think about how I would apply it to um, my next unit plan and the assessment that we were going to do. Um, I met with uh, the coordinator of this class so that I could better understand my particular students that I wanted to focus on. Um, and I, as I said, I sort of, um, I guess I incorporated things that I was already doing. So I was um, already using a lot of student feedback and reflection with the students. Um, but I suppose then that led to me collecting, um, collecting their workbooks up more often and making copies of what they had done and maybe giving more feedback than I otherwise would have to students. Um, trying to have more individual conferences one-on-one -on -one with students to figure out where they were at. Um, and it helped having parent-student-teacher interviews. Um, yeah, and then so after the process of putting together all the evidence and um, and the data of their assessment, um, I analyzed it and found that there they did have a slight improvement in um, their understanding of grammar and their conjugation of particular verbs. And then after that process, um, eventually we had the panel hmm. um, discussion 
And would you like me to talk about that now? We'll, we'll get to that okay. in a sec. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just staying back on the, um, I'll, I'll ask you about your evidence in a sec, okay. but um, were there any challenges along the way? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think that one challenge of wanting to improve in a lot of different areas kept coming up um, and having to remind myself to zone in on my inquiry question. Um, other challenges included just the students um, continuing <laughs> confusion with the German language um, and I think I just learnt that you have to be really patient and you have to, especially with your sevens, with a whole new language, um, you really need to keep um, keep coming back to the same ideas over and over again but in different ways. Hmm. Okay. And now evidence. So um, can you give us some examples? I know you mentioned just before, but some examples of the sort of evidence yeah, that you sure. collected. Um, so, I, so the unit plan that I put together went into my evidence. Um, I, I had students complete uh, reflection forms on how they were going and um, what they wanted to learn more about or what they wanted to revise more in class. Um, and I, um, I observed some of my mentors' classes and other teachers' classes, and I made notes on what I learned in those classes, and that went into my evidence as well. Um, I collected other work samples and particular extension tasks. Um, and oh, let me see, what else? I, I suppose um, I wrote down some things that I had heard students say in my classes about how they were going. Um, and it's, yeah, it sounds like a lot, but I think these are things that you already have anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, working with a mentor, did you work, uh, you, you said you um, also observed another colleague, I think, mm. just before. So um, can, can you tell us about the advantages that you found working with other colleagues? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, um, I think it would be impossible to do what we do without working collaboratively. Um, yeah, so it's, um, it's nice to observe other classes and um, recognize that some of the things that you're doing are pretty standard or, you know, they're acceptable <laughs> teaching practice or to see that other experienced teachers have um, some similar pedagogical approaches. Um, but it's also, of course, useful to see new things. And my mentor encouraged me to try and take um, just one thing away from each class that I observed, um, which I suppose reinforces the idea to um, stay focused on that one thing. Um, yeah, so I was able to um, incorporate some new ideas in my teaching. I know that my mentor um, is a fantastic German teacher and he's very experienced. And um, one thing that students really love about his teaching is that he um, approaches the classes with such enthusiasm and momentum and even with uh, something like a grammar topic that might seem a little bit dry to some students um, he'll ask students to gather in together so he'll, he'll move them physically in the room um, get them to come in closely and um, I don't know there's something about his energy uh, which is infectious and um, yeah, and he'll draw things up on the whiteboard and things will be moving and he might even like throw a ball around the room to ask a student a question and they'll have to throw the ball to someone else and it's fast-paced and exciting and yeah, so I tried to incorporate that a little bit into my teaching, although of course I have a different style. 
Yep, yep. Um, and what about other um, uh, young teachers that are, were, were there any others going through the same process at the same time? Is yeah. there any bouncing off that you, that you find helps? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was really lucky that um, there was another uh, brand new German teacher who was also a recent graduate, um, well, fresh graduate, um, who was uh, teaching German in my office and we bounced a lot of ideas off of each other. And I think there was just a lot of mutual encouragement um, that we were on the right track. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, and the, uh, the panel, um, can you describe that experience? Yeah, so um, in my panel, um, we had uh, Sharon, who's the assistant principal, and um, Alan, my mentor. Um, and basically, I showed a PowerPoint presentation that I had put together about um, my inquiry-based process. And I showed them a folder um, with uh, packed full of evidence. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was kind of just a conversation really. I mean, I don't know if it was necessary for me to be formal and put together a PowerPoint presentation, but it helps me to feel more organized that way. Um, and yeah, it was quite an enjoyable process. Uh, I think it helps you to feel, um, to feel heard and to feel, um, to have confirmed that, yeah, that, that you're doing the right thing. And even though not, all of your approaches uh, are necessarily immediately successful that um, yeah that you have a lot of support and encouragement amongst your colleagues great um, and you know here's the big question um, what sort of things did you learn what were the um, what what are the kind of tips that you could give to other teachers out there who are about to begin the process or you know, yeah um, um, well I think so as I said, collaboration really is essential. So uh, really take advantage of the fact that your colleagues are great resources in themselves and ask them um, if you have, we will have more experienced colleagues, ask them what their VIT registration process was like and, um, and yeah, what, what they've learned throughout that process, but also through their teaching and um, that observing their classes is going to be a, um, a fantastic learning experience. Um, I think it's really important to be patient with your students and give second and third chances. Um, you really need to be, um, yeah, you just really need to have a well of patience <laughs> within you, especially if you're teaching grammar. Um, so keep reinforcing ideas and allow your students to keep revising. Um, and I think, I think probably most teachers are already fairly reflective people, but I probably internalized the inquiry-based process a bit more th by doing the VIT registration process. Um, it helps to be very reflective and to, um, to have a question in mind and to consider what your approaches might be and then keep coming back to your um, material that you've created and keep considering how you might improve it yeah, and um, so you did that last year, yeah, right? Last so, so now with a little bit of opportunity to, mm. to look back, um, do you feel that it's changed your practice in any way? Has it affected you as a teacher? Having um, yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's, yeah, as I said, I think it made me more reflective. Um, and 
I think it, it's allowed me to look at those materials, particularly the ones that I was using um, during this unit plan, um, to look back at them and improve them now that I'm teaching the same year level again and the same concepts. Um, yeah, it's happening a lot more quickly this year. The children are understanding the concepts a lot more quickly, which is a bit of a relief. <laughs> Thanks to Nicole and the University High School and I hope you found some valuable insights to help you with your inquiry process.